We have so many outtakes. I should, I should, uh, we have two guests in the room today. Uh, they're just watching. Um, but we should warn them ahead of time that we have a lot of outtakes, so. Hello, this is Mac and Mike in the morning. Thank you for joining us today on Mac and Mike in the morning. It is the morning. Welcome to Mac and Mike in the morning. Are you going to talk or is it just me? We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors today. Our first is jimmyjobs.me, your place for movie quotes and movie recommendations. Thanks, Jimmy Jobs. And our second sponsor of the day, Dr. Jonathan Michael Caldor. <laughs> so close to getting it. Michael Caldor. Dr. Jonathan Michael Caldor. <laughs> There's so many L's in there. <laughs> There's two. Uh, our second sponsor of the day is Dr. Jonathan Michael Caldor. Thank you so much for sponsoring the vlog. Um, they're huge fans in Michigan. Gotta love the vlog. Go love Michigan. And Michigan. Michigan, home of the lakes of the world. They have a lot of lakes in Michigan. So which ones are touching Michigan? It's Superior and Michigan, right? But those are just the Great Lakes. Right. There are like lots of little lakes. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. T-I-L. Interesting. I think a few episodes ago, we told our viewers, <laughs> viewers that um, you were getting a new phone. Wow, and I'll be darned. And you finally got a new phone. New phone. So what phone did you get, Mac? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have the new iPhone XS 2018 model, fresh out of California. Um, it's pretty spiffy. I'm not a huge fan of the notch, but other than that, uh, it works quite nicely. I will say the killer feature of this phone is the face ID, where I can just look at my phone and it unlocks. It's a lot less energy and effort than typing in a password every time. How do you find the uh, camera? You know, I haven't used it much, um, so I couldn't say. I know that's like one of its killer features, and I know that's why I needed to, to get a new phone. <laughs> it's just I haven't had much of an opportunity to, uh, to use it. I mean, it seems nice. There's two of them, right? So it's supposed to, I don't know, <laughs> give you better photos. Um, <laughs> do you know anything about cameras? No. <laughs> Glad we're giving an invaluable review to our listeners. Oh, man. Um, I recommend everyone go and buy the new iPhone XS if you want one. If you don't, I don't recommend you do that. You should do what you want. I don't care. A lot of people are wondering... What happened last week? Why wasn't there a new pod released? Um, yeah. I think we have to go explain. So uh, Matt got sick. Um, he had a cold. Uh, he's drinking like three or four bottles of orange juice a day. Mm -hmm. um, eventually led to uh, sickness. Um, so... <laughs> I, I, I had to stay I, home on Wednesday. Was we couldn't record podcasts. Mac was, had a cold that led to sickness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what actually happened was that Mike and I were in a little town, you may know it, called San Francisco for the week uh, for, for work. Um, so we weren't uh, near our microphones. Both of them, both of us rather, meant to bring our, our microphones to San Francisco. It's just we forgot. Um, so no mics. Well, one mic. You brought your mic. No, I've mic. Oh, right, right, right. I forget your mic. Interesting. Uh, yeah, really good. Um, so um, on the uh, New Experience Initiative rating, 1 to 10, no, 7, how was the San Francisco trip? Wow. 
as far as new experience initiative ratings go, mm-hmm. one to ten, one being not new at all, ten right. being new. entirely new. Yeah. No seven. No seven. Hmm. That's a tough call. I'd probably go with a four. Ooh, no, not very new, huh? It reminded me of our last trip to San Francisco where we stayed in an Airbnb and took the shuttle to Facebook every day, if I'm being honest. Um, so if you guys were wondering, you know, what are they talking about last trip to San Francisco, Mac documented this in his vlog. Check out his YouTube channel. It doesn't have a short name, so you're just going to we'll put in the show notes. <laughs> um, but, the show notes. <laughs> but, well, we'll put there. It's us exploring San Francisco, exploring how wide the sidewalks are, how much garbage there's on the sidewalks. You know, I think a majority of that vlog is actually just us at the game. We also explored some of tech culture. We did. We did a little bit. Um, I may have zoomed in on one of the... Did I include this in the vlog? I can't remember. When we were waiting for the shuttles, mm-hmm. I remember zoom. Oh, yeah, I zoomed in. No, I can't tell if I, I cropped this part. I forget what I cut and what I kept, uh, but we were just waiting for the shuttles for all like the tech companies, and uh, I was just like, wow, there's a lot of shuttles here. Uh, I think you kept that in. Oh, I did keep it in. Yeah, I think so. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm glad uh, you had a new trip in San Francisco. Well, that's the thing. It was only a four. It's only a four. So I think next time we go back to San Francisco, we'll have to figure out something new that we can do while we're there. Like, I like the Giants game. Okay. And I was hoping we were going to do something like that, but the week was honestly so busy that... That's right. I remember you were looking up uh, Warriors tickets. Yeah, I was. I was. It was funny. LeBron was in town. He was playing the Warriors on Friday night, and I had a flight on Friday night, so I couldn't go. Uh, but maybe, you know, uh, we m- might know somebody at work who's a huge LeBron fan. Actually, I don't know if he's a huge LeBron fan. I think he's a Lakers fan, actually. Is this Sonny? Uh, uh, no, I don't know if Sonny's a LeBron fan. No, he's shaking his head no. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we know a Lakers fan. When um, <laughs> we go to the game, a uh, Golden State-Lakers game, um, next time we're out there. Will they ever play again? They probably only play like once a year. No, they're in the same conference or something. I mean, I don't know. Okay, let's get into um, our... The topic for today. Yeah, existential crises of our lives. Hmm. I didn't have uh, quite an existential crisis, um, but I did. I, I have recently started taking notes, uh, like little ideas that pop up into my head, of things that I want to eventually like write full posts or full like little blog articles on. Um, like ideas worth exploring, basically. Um, can you share one of these ideas that you would like to uh, expound on? Yeah. Um, let's see. There was a really good one. I'm trying to remember right now where I was like, oh, that would be a perfect thing to talk about. But now I can't remember what it was. And it's at the top of my list. Give me like five seconds to just dedicate thought power to it. Sure. We'll uh, have d- dead time. Can we play like the like maybe part of the theme song real quick? I'll, I'll come back to the topic that I really wanted to talk about because sure. uh, I can't think of it. But I know another one of the topics was just I noticed uh, watching uh, like streamers on YouTube, on Twitch or whatever, they often use the word we to describe themselves. Um, I think it's a way of making their audience feel involved. And it, it was interesting because the other day I was watching a streamer and they were using the word we. And it came off X as actually a little bit disingenuous to me. Like, oh, like they're very superficial in their, their choice of words. Like they're really just describing things that they themselves are going to do. But they're using we almost like as a subtle, uh, like an underhanded way of making the audience feel included or, or gaining viewership. I don't know. It, it came off like the wrong way to me, which was surprising because I think it's opposite of the intended, uh, the intended perception. I thought that 
that's exactly why they would use we is to include the audience. That's like when we use we, it's like I know, but I wonder if it's gotten to the point where it like backfires. Well, deep thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the chives just to um, we talked about this a little bit during our, well, I don't, I forget when we talked about this. It may have just been a, like a water cooler conversation between you and myself, you and me, um, about prioritization. And actually this is probably not super relevant for many people because they probably don't struggle with prioritization as much as I feel like I do. Well, maybe they do. No, I mean, I think people every day, they, they have things they have to do in their life. <laughs> and We're so profound on the Mike and Mac and Morning Show. Mac and Mike and Mac, I can't even talk. And they have to choose what they um, do each day. And, you know, uh, there's prioritization. So, what are your thoughts on priority? So, yeah, so here's what I noticed. I'm going to tell a little bit of a story, and then we'll, we'll dive into what all this means and why it relates to prioritization. Um, so, the other day... I was doing a little housekeeping, a little, you know, spring cleaning, if you will, in the month of October. And I realized that ugh, it's finally time I fixed the rug in my bedroom. So the rug in my bedroom is a shag rug. It is the comfiest rug you can stand on. Like if you walk on it with bare feet, you pretty much just sink into your knees and you're just in complete bliss because of how comfy it is. And unfortunately, uh, my wife and I, we spilled some Coca-Cola on the rug at one point or another. I'm using the royal weed there. And um, see, now you have to include the bit about the royal we, otherwise it won't make sense. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Maybe I'll just cut to it real quick. Anyways, uh, so we spilled some Coca-Cola on the, on, the, on the rug, but just on one part of it. So the rug in my bedroom is that very rug that we spilled Coca-Cola on. And typically the part with the Coca-Cola stain is under the bed so you can't see it. But when I set up the rug and the bedroom the first time around, I forgot to orient the rug the correct way. And so we ended up with a huge Coca-Cola stain just sticking out from the base of the bed. And so Christine was like, hey, we should really like turn the rug around so that way it you know, uh, doesn't look so bad. Um, not that many people are venturing into our room and you know, critiquing our rug. Um, so I eventually got around to doing this the other day and it just felt great to get it done. And then at that moment I realized that if I didn't just like get a huge wind of motivation or energy just to like do these things that they would have actually never gotten done. Because whenever I think about doing something like that, uh, something higher pry or something more important always pops into my head and I'm like, oh, I should you know, spend time on that. Like somehow my mind sort of like, I don't know, resists doing like little, little work that could be conceived as uh, like less, less important than, than other things. Even if, you know, I would never actually do the, the more important thing or if I wasn't going to do the more important thing anyway. So that being the story... Um, the realization I had was that if you never make time for like the things that you consider lower priority or the things that aren't as important as like the big things in your life, those things actually just never happen. You'll actually just never get around for them or get around to them. So I think rather than imagine you have like, you know, 10 high priority things you need to get to and, you know, 10 low priority things you need to get to rather than focusing only on the high priority things 100% of the time, I think you should actually focus on high priority things maybe like 90% of the time and send, spend 10% on the low priority things so that they don't just never get done, if that makes sense. So, huge bombshell. <laughs> is, it, is it a huge bombshell? No, it's not. How long did it take you to uh, reorient your rug? It took me about 30 minutes. 
That's actually a lot shorter than I would have expected. So I'll, I'll give you the whole the whole spiel, which was that we have a memory foam mattress that sits on top of our regular mattress that sits on top of a bed frame, I guess is what you call it. That on top of that, there's a mattress like cover that's like fluffy. And then on top of that, there's a stretchy sheet. On top of that, there's another sheet and multiple comforters and all these Jesus, clothes and everything. Yeah. So day? basically I had to take all of that apart, move it into a separate room so that I could like rotate the rug. I had to like move dressers out of the way. It's actually a pretty big like production. Um, I'm surprised it only took you half an hour. So yeah, so that's why it took me a half an hour. No, that's way shorter. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to um, just uh, do a deep dive in everything you just said. Because I actually think you top, talked to, 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 to touched on um, a lot of topics that we've been talking about these past few episodes. Uh, so you're, you're uh, saying I'm unoriginal? Is what you're saying. No, I'm saying we're calling back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, uh, making your bed every day. Um, two, task completion. Um, oh, right, right, right. Right. And uh, three, I uh, finally took my suit to the dry cleaners. Yeah. Um, low pride tasks, getting, getting it done. Had to get done. But eventually they become high pride tasks. So I think that's the thing is there's this like, there's a thing with low pride tasks is if you don't do them, they like burn and they get worse over time, but they still disguise themselves as low pride tasks. So they end up accumulating like a lot of pain. I mean, pain's the wrong word. Like, I don't know, like the better word. I, so I have a mental image of this in my head, yeah. um, and uh, um, there's a couple of ways I think about it in terms of like a mental framework, right? So one is task completion, which is like you basically do smaller low pride tasks to build up the energy to do high pride tasks, mm-hmm. right? And so um, you know, making your bed every day is one of them. You <laughs> are you still doing that? Though? I'm still doing that. Still, yeah. Did you make your bed while we were in San Francisco? No, because I had to figure. I didn't want to figure out. How to do it. <laughs> it's way too complicated. Yeah, um, so uh, that's one of them, right? In terms of like, okay, that's one mechanism to do get low price stuff done because it just gives you the sure, energy, sure, and sure. it's also um, you can structure your low price tasks into like you know. Uh, uh, never mind, but uh, it just gives you a, I guess, better way of of dealing with high priority tasks because sometimes, like, I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm going to do something that is quote unquote high pride, it's usually something that is um, uh, more difficult, or you know, it's a har- it's a harder task for me to do, a little yeah. more difficult, and yeah. so harder to grasp, right? And yeah. so. Um, you know, if I chunk off something to do that's lower pry, it'll give me the motivation, give, get me into the mindset, right? Sure, sure, sure. Reduce distractions and get me into a high pride, into the, you know, the thing I actually want to get done. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. Um, the other thing, um, I, which I just tripped on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay because I have a, a follow-up thought, which is, so I like the, the idea of task completion we talked about the last time we did the podcast. I think there's this other idea, and I don't know how to express it. I tried to a few minutes ago, which is that like low pride tasks have a way of becoming becoming like hitting the high pride tasks, but like you don't realize it until it's too late. Like you you accumulate this this cost of having to like deal with the nuisance of a low pride task that hasn't been like addressed yet over and over and over again. And so like the cumulative total of the inconvenience or like the, the quote unquote pain that you're feeling is actually greater than like the high pride task that you kept putting ahead of the low pride thing. Right. I think the fact that they accumulate over time is what, what like trips people up. And it's almost like, I mean, I don't know if this is true for every single high pride thing you have to do or low pride thing you have to do, but I feel like 
the things that are high pry right now are actually long-term low pry, and the things that are low pry right now oftentimes become long-term high pry, if that makes any sense. Um, no, it doesn't. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't agree with that. Wait, there is something I did want to talk about that you did touch on. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, all right, all right. Um, uh, okay, fine. Uh, I'll, I'll fit this into what you said. Um, one is there is what I call uh, to myself, a mental burden of these low pride tasks. So if I have a lot sure. of stuff accumulating, like I literally feel like I have like the weight of things on my shoulders or yeah. on my brain, and that's I'm carrying that around all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And so you know they usually they you know the colloquially they or royal they the royal um, they the royal they right. um, uh, usually say if you have something and you can, can do it right away, you should respond to it right away in line in line if like you know so the example of this is like okay um like the zero inbox of email philosophy where you get an email or something you i you don't let it sit you either deal with it and like respond to it or like hey thanks mac for that whatever yeah, yeah. and then delete or you move it to something like their high pride thing that you will deal with when you have higher mental like bandwidth sure. to deal with sure, sure. um but you just don't let it sit and accumulate because then you'll have like 200 or you know 200 things in your inbox they have to deal with or if you're one of those like savage people like 54,000 unread <laughs> emails in your mailbox but um that is how that 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 uh that's what you were touching on in terms of like you know the things like start burning if you just let it leave yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and to give you a more concrete example, you know, we have a, a friend who got, doesn't check his mail very often. He checks it like once every three like months. Postal like mail. postal like mail. Actual. Yeah. Like, do you ever get that where you're like, okay, I have to go do something. It's like pretty trivial. And mm -hmm. you just say, I'll do it today. And then like you walk out the door and you just like forget, forget to about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you're dry cleaning, right? And it's like, oh, I'll do it today. And it's like, oh, I totally forgot. And it's like, okay. But it's like at an inconvenient time, right? It's yeah. like at 8 a.m. And you're like, okay, I always go to work. And you just have to break your routine to go yeah. do it. Yeah. It's like, a, it's an interesting, I haven't really, it's, I haven't really um, thought of a good way of thinking of those, but those are just something that, uh, I've been thinking about. Um, but an example of something that's like low pry that becomes like high pry is like, okay, you don't check your mail, you don't check your mail, you don't check your mail for three months. And you find out you have a letter from the IRS like telling you that you're being audited. <laughs> nice. Idea, but you have to go dispute your tax bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Could you imagine? Could you imagine if that happened to someone you knew? Uh, I don't have to. <laughs> oh, that's what you were getting at. Yeah. Oh, uh, it wasn't me. It yeah. was um, you know someone we both know. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Though. Interesting. Well, the, the the part that the, the the thing that sticks out to me is I feel like we have um, I don't know like in our in our day to day work we have like tasks that we know we want to get done by the end of let's say like the year like the the yeah, calendar year and there's other things that would be nice to get done like for the future um, I don't know so you could think of it as like you know feature you need to get out by the end of the year and something that would be nice to be, to get done would be I don't know like better unit test coverage or something like that mm -hmm. and it seems like that you know that section of time or you know that that closer to the end of the year uh, you know you, you really care about getting the feature out and the unit test can always wait or you can you know come back to them or whatever uh, but if you continue this pattern of always like putting off you know the the low pry task of writing unit tests to cover you know all the things that you're adding in favor of these like features that you want to continually ship every every quarter every half then like at the end of a year you're going to be way worse off than if you just spent the time on what would have been the lower pry task of writing unit tests or writing tests for your thing like I think long term, the unit tests are more important than any one of these features that you care about. Um, yeah, but you're sort of building on the idea of like technical debt, right? 
do yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, for people, like, I guess I'll make an analogy for something, like, in real life, like, versus, like, software engineering. I think they both apply in terms sure, of, like, sure. you're building something, you know, um, I, I don't want to say, like, say I'm organizing my closet, right? I can't just, like, stuff everything in there and be like, okay, everything's in my closet. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, done versus, like, doing it well from, a, like, a sound, like, structure. Yeah. Which is how I, I view it. I think that's what it is. I think it's just technical debt for my life is what happens if I don't do low-fry tasks. Right. Like, you spill Coca-Cola on your shag rug, and if you hadn't done that in the first place, like, you've just built tech debt right there. Because right. you know that when you set it up incorrectly, you're just going to have to... So then how, do you, how would you categorize or characterize the behavior of... Okay, now I know I have this Coca-Cola stand on my rug, and I know the rug is facing the wrong way, but I don't feel like doing it because it feels like there's more important things I should be doing. Um, then you go work on whatever feature, and then when you have to go come back to this feature, right? You're like, oh crap! I have to now mentally go hop through all the hurdles to, to deal with this Coca-Cola shag rug. Right? Yeah, but then like when like what's the solution there? Uh, the like how do I break the cycle of never actually rotating the rug? Um, you as soon as you spill. Uh, cook all in the rug. Like, don't let it, it accumulate. Out. Interesting. So then, but then, how do you balance the prioritization, the like the higher priority tasks, with like the things that you want to do in line, right? Like, if I'm always just like rotating rugs that have Coca Cola spilled on them, I'm never actually going to do anything important. Well, what, what important things do you have to do in your life? Play Rocket League, I guess. <laughs> that <laughs> is what I'd say would be low pri. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no. But I, I mean, you understand, right? Like, I think you could, you could. The trouble is it's sometimes difficult to distinguish low-pri things that are going to accumulate mm-hmm. versus low-pri things that you're doing just to distract yourself from, like, the, the things that actually need doing. One of those things is, like, um, vacuuming, right? In terms of, like, if you don't vacuum, it accumulates. I love vacuuming. So it falls though. into the accumulation category. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, one of those low-pri things. Like, you can vacuum the next day, and what's the, like, effect that you see, mm-hmm. like, in your apartment? Mm-hmm or your large mansion that you live in. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you let it go for like a week, right, then yeah, you'll obviously start seeing, you know, like dust accumulating on Interesting. places. Right? So is the, is the idea then that you have to have enough bandwidth to do all of the low pry things in line? So I think the biggest thing with dealing with low pry things is having a structure for dealing with them, right? Sure. Um, this is actually coming back to our, our discussion on routine. Um, in terms of so many callbacks, uh, yeah, callbacks. The idea being um, routines uh, are a way for you to offload mental sure, uh, sure, sure. Uh, capacity, right? So yeah. the idea being like, okay, um, I can basically walk to work and figure out how to get to work without thinking about it now, right? right? And that is something that my brain, I think, evolutionarily has done, right? In terms of like has saved us in terms of like, I don't have to remember how to come back home. I can go worry about yep. like not sure, getting sure, sure. eaten by a tiger, sure. right? Um, so the more you set up a structure to do these trivial things yeah. will give you more mental bandwidth to go do high pride things. So you can actually in- increase your bandwidth. Is right. What you're saying. I see. Yeah. yeah. So that actually ties nicely back into my original point, which is that this structure that you set up has to include some time for low pride tasks. Yeah, absolutely. Right. If you're just saturated with high price things, like the 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 tech debt is just gonna, or the debt is going to accumulate. Yeah. So maybe your structure is like ninety percent high price, ten percent low price. Yeah. Pride. See, this is so the reason why I thought this was interesting is because early on in my career, I had this discussion with the uh, the team that I was on at the time, and we went back and forth about you know if you have high price tasks, should you do low price tasks or should you only do high price tasks? And the consensus was you should only do the high price tasks and not do the low price tasks. Because every time you do a low pride task instead of a high pride one, it begs the question, like, why did you do this now instead of the higher pride thing? 
I think it depends on the low pry task. It depends yeah. on depends on what the, the low pry things, right? So so I guess what we call like low pry, right? Like sure. some of them are are it's a little different from like life and you know what we do in software in terms of like if you don't do your laundry, right? It will if yeah, you don't do yep. it for two weeks, eventually they become high pry, yep. where that's not necessarily true for all low pry yeah. things, but maybe, you know, if a low pry thing for like six months, but then like it suddenly starts like gradually becoming high pry and then you have to do it. Right. right. And so you sort of have paid the you know, you sort of pay it down a little bit earlier so you do you get ahead of it. Yeah, it's interesting um, that a lot of like the physical world is linear in terms of like the, the cost that accumulates the longer you, you prolong some something. Like if you don't vacuum for a week, it's twice as bad as if you don't vacuum for three and a half days. Not that anyone vacuums every half week. Um, mm. Whereas sometimes you'll, you'll go to um, someone in the room vacuums three point every week. Oh, actually, hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Hold on. Yeah, well, what I was going to say, I'll finish my thought and then I'll go grab the food. Um, in software, it's, it's not the same where stuff, the, the, the cost of prolonging some action, in, you know, uh, increases linearly. Like, I feel like software, it's very nonlinear where, like you said, like something will immediately like become a problem once, you know, some, some mode of operation changes or sometimes like the problem itself will disappear. But it's not right. like if you just like yeah. wait on something, like if you don't do laundry for six months, it's not all of a sudden going to get clean because, well, I don't know, maybe, so I guess an analog would be if you decide to be a nudist, like after six months, then like, okay, fine, you don't yeah, need problem to do solved. laundry. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. all your laundry burns, right. and you're like, all right, well, great. Right, and that's how, I feel like that's how software works sometimes. Like you, your, your <laughs> yeah. assumptions get challenged often, yeah. and so, like I understand prioritization in, in that that sense. But there's also a really good paper, and I know I should go get the. Uh, um, <laughs> I should actually go do that now. But I'll, I'll, I'll uh, before I do, I'll leave with one thought, which is there's a really, really good paper that my good friend Rohan uh, Singh uh, sent me about queuing theory, basically, um, which is that well, it, it wasn't I would. Queuing theory is a bit academic to describe this paper. <laughs> but it was basically about how if you're always doing, like if your system is always doing high priority work, it's a good sign that your system is unhealthy. Like your system should be doing like low pry work some of the time. Otherwise, it's too saturated or something. I, that was the gist of the paper. Again, paper's too academic word to describe what was essentially a blog post, but I thought it was an interesting idea. Oh, well, Just as a way of measuring health, like what, what percent of your time are you doing high pry things? We'll put it in the show notes. Show notes. Yeah. Show notes. Okay, I gotta go get the food. All right, I'll pause this. Oh wait, was there some big news or something about the royal family recently? Yeah. Oh, this is what you were alluding to. Yeah, it's been a buzz in my social circles. Oh, interesting. I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, I'm not a big royal family. Uh, I'm not a big royal family. I'm a human being. Oh, I thought you were talking about the royal we. Oh. Yeah, maybe we were. Well, this has been Mac and Mike in the morning. I'm Mike. And I'm Mac. Thank you for joining us. We want to give one last shout out to our sponsors. Dr. Jonathan Michael Caldor. Who hails from Central Michigan. Thanks again, Dr. Jonathan Michael Caldor. And Jimmy Jobs That Me. Whenever I need a movie quote, I go to Jimmy Jobs That Me. Your place for movie quotes and movie recommendations. 